Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. The thing is, you can just pee in a fish tank and it doesn't matter. People pee in the ocean and all the fish live. People pee in the rivers and all the fish live. A fish tank is the the amount, though. <laughs> I'd be like dumping like... <laughs> Like truckloads of piss into a river. Yeah, but I don't know. I don't see any 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 fish having weird abnormalities, even in a small pond. You know, a lot of people, you know, say you throw a dog into a pool. You know, kids have been pooping and peeing in that shit. Nothing happens to the dog. The dog's fine. Kids have been pooping in the pool. <laughs> kids poop in the pool all yeah, the but time. They shut the pool down when kids do that. Ah, uh, that's if they catch the poop. <laughs> does does it just sink to the bottom? Uh, it, it'll, it, it can spread and become powder in the corner and, and then eventually powder. it'll, yeah, like a powdery, <laughs> you never seen poop in a pool? I haven't, no. Never seen someone poop in a pool before? I've never seen someone poop in a pool. It's a sight. Have you? You've seen someone poop in a pool? Yeah. Have you been the one to do it? No. I remember they, it was gross. My neighborhood pool growing up, they had we to, we all sh- went zoop. They had to, they had to shut it down a bunch. Yeah. At least every summer, at least three, t- three different times, someone would shit in the pool and they'd have to close it down. <laughs> And then one time a grown-ass man threw up in the pool because he was drunk, and they shut it down for like a week. Poor guy. I know. At least he got it out of his system. Well, I know. With that, uh, welcome uh, back, everybody, to another episode of the Super Mega Cast, episode 189. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Oh, buddy. Getting up there to 200 soon. <laughs> oh, yeah. Woo. Almost at 300. I, I, we gotta do something special for 200. Do we? People have been DMing me lately about, like, apparently there was some story about Jim putting beer in, I think it's the Budweiser swim story trunks. but I think there was like I told the truth and then like there was a joke I added that was fake that people thought was real I don't know okay so here's I'm, the al- thing. I'm always confused about stuff that we have to remember we said this shit so long ago like, so like the 50 states I, I don't know where the fuck sorry are you so, done with that mint I'm getting I'm getting done with it I, okay it was bothering me almost done Sorry, now, drink some, now have some water. It's going to be feel cool going down. No, this ain't water. Oh, what is it? What is that? A little vodka tonic. No, it's not. Yes. What? Vodka tonic. You drinking? You drinking on the job? Do we have any water here? Nope. Our refrigerator dispenses water, doesn't it? Does, it does, yeah. Um, Sorry. Guys, find the... Find wherever we said what we're going to tell for the 200th episode. I ain't doing it. Link it to us so, so I can at least <laughs> go back and see what we promised. I think it's, as I said, I think it's a lie. We, pro- I promised a lie. No, it's definitely a lie. Yeah, I just want to, I just want to know what the lie is, so I can further expound upon that lie. 
people were real mad about the petroleum jelly story. They were. I forgot they were legitimately disappointed. Uh, there were some people that were legitimately in, pissed off. In my head, I was just kind of like, they actually expected there to be a petroleum jelly story. Because the whole thing was a joke to start. I would, yeah. Well, because I, I was trying to like. That, well, that's the trouble with us. A lot of the a lot of the times, people say it's, you know, they can't tell if we're joking yeah. or not. Well, that's the point. <laughs> yeah, I, I, that makes it funnier to me because. I, I know a majority of the people will be like, oh, of course there's not a fucking petroleum jelly story. And then the people who think, you know, I mean, it is a large portion. It's, yeah. I guess, of a very vocal minority, it seems. Well, I was just, for those who don't know, on episode 100 of the podcast, we, we had... We had promised we would tell Ryan's famous petroleum <laughs> jelly story. And that really originated from some earlier episode than 100. I was just trying to put Ryan on the spot, and I was like, tell the story with, you, with your mom and the petroleum jelly. And I just wanted to see what he would come up with. And he was like, no, that's a big story. We'll, we'll save that. And I was like, all right, you tell that on episode 100. That's, and, a, that's a big story. I and no to you. Yeah, you and no to me. And uh, then people really latched on to the petroleum jelly story. Harp. Dude, I've been, I've been, <laughs> last night we were watching some movies. I have some gas recently. Dude, I had a, I had a blast watching those movies with you and, and listening to your very vocal flatulence. <laughs> I, I get, gotta go back and watch that French movie. I, I was thinking some. about that this morning. We started it, but it's, it looked really good. And I like, I think it was kind of just like a very loose narrative, Bonnie and Clyde mm -hmm. themed, but, you know, very artistic. And the shots were very beautiful. And I can see why it's a film that people like. I don't. I forgot the director's name. He go, 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 go. it's a French fam one of the most famous French directors ever. Go go Goyard get God God Godyard something like something. that. Something. But uh, we started watching it. But the problem is when you're hanging out with your friends and you don't see each other that often because of quarantine, paying attention to a foreign movie with subtitles is tricky. I know. I was like, this is uh, an interesting movie to put on. The way I feel like w we. The wailing I paid attention to all the way through, you did have to go uh, be... I missed the last 10 minutes. Yeah, this was like a few weeks ago, two weeks ago or so. But um, I feel like the movies to watch where where it just, everything's right when we're watching it is like Bruno, Borat, you know, shit like that. You don't really got to get deep into it. Yeah. Because there, there's movies to watch where you can joke around with your friends and there's movies to watch where everyone just kind of has to shut up and yeah. pay attention. We did watch uh, Veronica. Was that what it is? Yep. <clears throat> because uh, Red Letter Media uh, is another YouTube channel that do movie reviews. And they're, you know, famously out of kind of like the circle of influencer in terms of they're, they're just doing their own thing. They're not like, you know, within the YouTube entertainment circle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but uh, they, they uploaded a review of, of Veronica and, you know, Harrison and I watch... I guess Red Letter Media somewhat religiously because him and I were both like, oh shit, remember that movie that they were talking about? Let's watch it type of thing. It was a bad movie. Yeah, it was very bad. And it was so bad, in fact, the because it's uh, three separate short films in one movie. Um, and the last one is just a chore to get through. It was horrible. We just we skipped a little bit of it. We just like skipped here and there. Yeah. It's it's by the, uh, the singer, the lead singer from The Misfits decided he Podcast. was going to make a... a not the podcast. <laughs> Lead singer from the the band The Misfits decided to make a movie, and it's really bad. Yeah, really, really bad. There was so many tits in that movie. Yes, unbelievable. Which was which was great. Which was great. 
Oh, it was even. It, it was pretty easy for me to get through. For 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 my sh- for my for my straight masculine brain. Oh fuck yeah, dude! You know, I, well before the movie started, I was a little worried I was gay, and then I I started exactly all those tits on. Well, screen. it wasn't it wasn't the the breast that did it. It's like once I saw a nipple, I was like a nipple mm. on a girl is what turns me on. Yeah, yeah. Because at first they had you know seen a nipple on a guy, you're like, oh, that's a nipple. You're like, am I turned on by that? And the girls have nipples. When I see a guy's nipple, that's is he showing me a part of him that like. He would be cautious to otherwise, but no, no, no. I'm good. I'm good. We, I'm, I'm girl nipples are are, are different. Very nice. You know very what I'm nice. Yeah, we uh, we're on the same page. That's good. Yeah. There, I actually shit myself during that movie. You did. I remember that. You uh, you. I I was. I I feel like I was a bad influence because I was farting a good bit. And you know me and my farts. It's probably contagious. You want to join? It in. makes it makes the whole room laugh. And I, was getting, <laughs> I was getting a little jealous. You know, I was like, oh well. I, I'm gonna step it up a notch. I'm gonna shit my fucking pants. <laughs> you did. I remember you went in there. Oh, I think I shit my pants a little. And then you came back. And you're like, no, it was a lot. You shit your pants a lot. You're like, I had to go clean myself. You came back in your underwear. It was not. The you same had to go pair. clean yourself up and shit. Well, I'm glad you were there to witness it because I feel like I I shit my pants and tell these stories so much that you've shit your pants in my presence so many times. Remember yeah, like the the classic Grumps office debacle where we had food on the way and I had to make it to our apartment in time to get you a change of underwear before the food arrived and you would have to get the food delivered and handed to you while you had no underwear that would have been a good mission in like the super mega video game yeah it's like it's like a, a race against time where you have to run back and i hate time come- missions in video games though they're yeah. the bane of most fun well, that's essentially you what you were doing in real life yeah time missions do suck depending on <laughs> gotta go it did seem like a video game gotta go find matt's underwear Find this collectible. Bring me a clean pair, which I really didn't have many of. You had to kind of just go through the clothes on my floor and yeah. bring me back something. But you did. And I, I am forever grateful. And Veronica and uh, what was that movie called? The French one? Other than that, we did watch something else. Oh, yeah. Which last week on the podcast... I had not seen a single episode except for that one time you showed me the, the first, first episode. episode. Yeah. But I went back and I had to rewatch the first episode to kind of get it. But I hadn't seen the first episode of the Chris Chan documentary you were talking about. Or I had only seen the first yeah. episode thanks to you because you were over at my place late one night. Like about a month, two months ago or something like that. It was a bit. But uh, so I started watching the documentary and within like three days I had watched all 34 parts which and, uh, blew me away because it it's taken me like half a year. Really? And since the last podcast, you have gone and watched every single episode. And and my, I'm proud of myself because when we were all having conversations about the documentary, because y'all have seen it, I was able to hold my own. Oh, so you I was everything. I, I didn't cheat. And you know more than me actually because it's so fresh. Yeah, in it's my so mind. fresh, and I, I've spaced out the watching of it. Yeah. So. Uh, you fucking, I'm, I'm so proud of you. And we watched the new new part 35 the just dropped last night. next episode's going to be big. Episode 36 going to be, oh, it's gonna be huge. a massive episode. It's going to be a tragedy. And uh, I, 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 the reason I think I stuck with the series so long is because I do find a lot of it really grotesque. You know, just the subject matter. And like when you look at it, when you really just kind of step away from it. You know, he's a very funny guy. Homosexual. I'm I'm straight. I'm straight. Damn it. All of that, like, gets you to laugh. But like, when you think about it, it's really just like this delusional autistic man or now woman. uh, They 
are just struggling to grasp reality and at every turn and failing. Uh, and yeah, they fail at every turn. And you you see there's just a lot of abuse that oh, yeah. they go through at home and throughout their social life, but there's also these weird things where it's like, yeah, but he was sexually harassing uh their the only f- real friend they had at the time over and over and over again after she specifically would tell them to stop touching them because they don't see it as flirtatious they see it as sexual harassment they're probably over 10 emails telling chris to stop sexually harassing them yeah giving them a yeah chance. and she's like you just don't get it stop yeah. and it it's it is sad um because i i do feel bad for for chris chan but at the root of tragedy is comedy yeah, I mean, yeah, exactly. So, you know? it it really is a tragic comedy or a comedic tragedy. I went recently to Christine's channel and mm-hmm. uh, Quickville Guardian. Well, I, the most recent one I skimmed through was like uh, I think it, it was Red versus Blue season one reaction or something. It was it was a long fucking video. They were reacting to Red versus Blue, the <laughs> the machinima made by uh, Rooster Teeth. Which I'm sure that. Did you watch it? Because I know you when I was Red young, I watched it. I, lo- I I couldn't watch. Well, they were just looking at the screen and smiling, and their and their kind of like their mouth was a little moist. And I was like, mm. Mm-hmm. I'm just not in the mood. <laughs> not, maybe later. <laughs> but seeing Barb scares the shit out of me now. Seeing what happened. Oh my with Barb. god, Christian, Barb is Christian's cr- mom is cr- yeah decrepit, the crypt yeah. keeper. She is old, senile. She she. She's on the brink of death, pretty much. It's weird because uh, you'll notice like this weird cyclical kind of event when you look at it because, you know, Chris having autism, even though they are self-described uh, high-functioning autistic. Um, I think autism is almost the least of their problems. Yeah, there's like, there's, there's a, a lot. lot. Well, what I'm saying is like someone with this mental disability was not, was not parented well. They were mentally abused. I would say even sometimes it sounds like they were physically abused. When you when you hear about Barb forcing like cutting uh, hair uh, their off hair, and, yeah. but, but I'm talking about like early life. Like their developmental stages were you know being raised by a racist as such as his parents and um, just bad parents that didn't give them the opportunity and like didn't really look out for them the best like the parents were really bad in this situation because i think chris chris at the end of the day is like a very creative individual yeah but that outlet just was just put on the wrong path and i think it was possible for chris to be put on the right path if if the if the parenting was better if everything you know in a perfect world but that we do not live in that world, and no. I think it's too far gone at this point, sadly. And, and what I wonder is, uh, I wonder what's going to happen when when Barb dies, because when Barb dies, you know, she she's the one paying the bills. She's the one that you know, like Chris Chris is not going to Christine's not going to be able to stay in the house. Yeah, and for those who don't. N- Though most people have to know who Chris Chan is, most people know. Who but Chris for those Chan who is. don't know who Chris Chan is. I think, Matt, you would do a better job at kind of just giving a quick kind of summary. Chris Chan is a highly autistic and... High-functioning autistic. High-functioning autistic and is famous, very famous, because uh, from from a pretty young age, they started documenting them, themselves online and posting comics they made, which their, their flagship, their, mm-hmm. their, their big claim to fame is they created a, a comic book called Sonichu, which is a, a mix... 
the of character in general, Sonic yeah. Chew. It's 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 Pikachu mixed with Sonic the Hedgehog. Yes, uh, the electric hedgehog type Pokemon. Mm-hmm. Um, and the comics were, you know, people people found them and started trolling Chris. And then when they discovered they could get a really good reaction, and no matter what, uh, no matter what the trolls did, Chris would always respond exactly the way the trolls wanted. It's every time, even in ep- even on uh, we're on episode thirty five of this documentary. You can watch it, uh, Gino. Gino Sam- Samuel, Samuel, incredible yeah. dude. Uh, I commend uh, them for making this in a way where there really is no bias. In, it's really just the, presenting in the narrator's in the in, in the narrative voice. Um, some people that I've talked to have had a problem in terms of like, well, do you feel like Gino Samuel should s- show somewhat compassion for the situation that's presented? I'm like, I honestly don't feel like any bias should be showed. I like the fact that it's just like the the documentary is Chris then does this and then shows you. It's the video. just literally documenting because there's so much documentation of Chris online. It's literally just documenting. Yeah. Like in in a in a concise, I don't know if I call it concise, but in a uh, like a solid documentary, it's uh it's really good. And Matt recommended it last podcast. Now since I've binge watched it all, I can I can second that and uh, say that it's definitely worth a watch. Uh, there, you know, there are times where you can even put it at double speed if you want. There are times, you know, it's not something where you you can be looking at your phone while watching. It's it. so good to have in the background. Yeah, it's um, just fascinating. It's sad. It's sad. It's funny. It's fascinating. It's just interesting, and um, the documentary still has almost a de- whole decade to catch up to yeah. current day. And Chris there's a Chan lot of stuff still going to happen. On. There's a lot of stuff to still happen. I follow Christine on Twitter. Uh, I have notifications on for her YouTube channel, and uh, I, I I I try to follow what's going on now. Uh, but there's a lot in between that I don't know because I don't want to spoil it yeah. when I watch the documentary. What What would you say is kind of your in for lack of a better word uh that's not coming to mind but um your favorite saga of the of the docu series so far huh there's a lot of really good ones i really like liquid chris liquid chris was fun yeah um asper chew i think is asper chew is really funny the asperger's type pokemon yeah <laughs> i like of course like there's a lot of stuff problematic in the trolling but i oh yeah I, I I do feel for some reason that when I was watching the Aspertu saga, Alec, the person behind it, talked to Chris like they were like he was just a regular person other than like everybody else who kind of uh, just was trying to always get a reaction. I'm not saying that Alec wasn't, but Alec did it in a way where it was like, Chris, you're being very. Uh, um, oh, what's the word when uh, I. It's, not not naive because Chris hates that <laughs> yeah, word. Yeah, I know. Uh, you're being a hip. You're being very hypocritical in the way you kind of go about things. And I I like the fact that he was in a in a sense trying to talk and kind of he took uh, Chris's narrative like of this kind of because Chris thinks he I guess he's kind of a mogul of Sonichu. He's making these moves, you know, with Nintendo. He unfortunately, you know, he left Miyamoto, poor that Miyamoto out in the rain for two straight days. The Miyamoto saga. <laughs> but um, so I think Alec met him at that level in terms of someone who also has this this fake uh, persona that was Asper Chu and then um, kind of fighting Chris on the same level playing field in terms of like, OK, you're going to see it as a business then I'm going to treat it as a I'm going to respect it in, in itself as a business 
but like I'm gonna also point out the hypocrisies that you have when yeah. it comes to just it's like well Chris you're mad at me creating Aspertu but Sonichu is literally Sonic and Pikachu combined like I don't see how you can be mad at me quote unquote copying you when you're the one who copied other well-known uh, characters in the yep exactly and then I'll respond to the size <laughs> the size of the fucking best part and and I love where he calls him out he's like Chris you know you called me naive and I don't think that's an insult but the problem is that you think it's so bad and like Chris, the thing is, Chris thinks that he's he can get things by, you know, without without people noticing. Mm-hmm. But I think because of you know, like when he tries to disguise himself, but yeah. it's so clearly well, he still puts him. on Groucho Marx glasses to disguise. <laughs> that I called you and I was laughing my ass. It's still off. in the same bedroom, <laughs> yep. and there's no mistaking that bedroom for another bedroom. One time that he, bedroom is he puts like a rag over his face. Yeah, he puts just a blue shirt. But like <laughs> yeah. the body is unmistakable. Yeah, and that that bedroom is a. Uh, Chris Chan's bedroom is basically, imagine if you like to draw pictures and make Lego characters and stuff as a kid, if every single one of those was saved and then put up on your wall, and then times that times four, that's the bedroom. Yeah. Probably does not smell very good in there. No, no. Well, I I mean, you'll, there's parts of the documentary where like some people are like, hey, Chris, I think you should make yourself food. He's like, eh, there's too there's too much of a mess on the stove, and I wouldn't know where to put the oh. stuff. There was one time where he he told his mom, he's like, I don't know where to put my my sex doll. Like he's like, because he'd have to move his sex doll to get somewhere, and he doesn't know where he'd put it. And the oh, mom's it's a like, hoarder's house. Yeah, yeah. that's another problem. His mom's a hoarder. He grew Barb, up, uh, Barb yeah, is Barb's a, a hoarder. hoarder and grew up in a hoarder's house. And um, one of like it's sad because when when his dad, a little bit of a spoiler, his dad passed away. But when yeah. when when he passed away, uh. And took him to the hospital. He was like covered in like bed bug bites and stuff. Really? Yeah. Apparently, so they, they they definitely had bed bugs. I and... think so. Or they had some sort of insect infestation that was biting him like crazy. Jesus. So he had to be like quarantined and stuff. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because you know if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well. Whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now, all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Um, it's really sad though, you know, it's such a weird mixture of like tragedy and comedy and it's just a spectacle, honestly. Yeah. It's like, there's no one else out there that's had their life documented and their entire life online, uh, and, and have so much drama and action and, and comedy in it where it's just like, how is this real? Cause that's, that's, that's what I think when I watch Chris Chan is I'm like, how is this real? How like, did it get to this point? How did, how, like... There always has to be some sort of like 
crescendo or there has to be some big climax, but there never is. It just always gets worse and worse and worse. There's never any buildup. And you think there is. All these big events happen like every every year almost, but there's always something else to replace it the next year or even the next week. He never learned ever no. still to this day. And and uh well, the only friends he had a chance of making after Megan were people online. So he had to put his trust in the people online. And when he does that, when he continuously yeah. trusts anonymous people, which is his whole life is where it's the trouble starts. And since he's never going to learn, I mean, right now he's begging for money or they were begging for money. Um, on like YouTube, they're using Barb. I I got blankets. I can, I could sell you uh, blankets. My name is Barbara Chandler. And are you dead? <laughs> I am not dead. Release me. <laughs> he has to do that more flirtingly. Oh, man. But, yeah, we just got to the part. In the she seems like a hostage in Chris's, like, mental world. Oh, yeah. She is, I mean. Now. It, before he was the hostage. I, I don't imagine she's too happy in life right now. There's nothing anybody can do, dude. No, she, that's that. That fate's solidified. That yeah. fate's sealed. It's just wild. I, I recommend everyone look it up and research it and it's it's very fascinating it's it's a rabbit hole for sure yes it's the biggest rabbit hole of any rabbit hole on the internet i can think of and even still this documentary is 35 parts 40 minutes an episode and we're still only in 2011 i know so there's that much there there are certain, uh, as you said, what are they called? The hi not hibernation periods, but what are they called? Exiles. Exiles. Where they leave the internet. Well, the la I love how uh, the f I think the second time Chris tries to leave the internet, they come back the next day uh, <laughs> because uh, of the news of uh, a voice actor change in the Cleveland show. Of the voice of Roberta Tuck? <laughs> yeah. changed. Did not like that. And I, and I, I say he and stuff because I'm referencing Chris old Chris yeah there's a lot the of flip-flopping it's 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 hard with with Chris in terms of not it's not hard to be respectful of someone that's not what I'm saying but it's hard to kind of uh pinpoint like I don't know the reality is so far from our own and you can even say, yeah, but there are people who think, you know, have spiritual beliefs and they're so different from yours that that could be a, you could, what, what do you deem as being not of, you know, not, not in our reality? And I would say, uh, when you believe that Lisa Simpson is going to replace Donald Trump in this big kind of merge, uh, of realities and the, yeah, you the, think that you're merge. in a polyamorous marriage with Sonic, I don't know who he's in a, who they're in a marriage with, but. It's just it's she. She is Sonichu. Yeah. Okay. Like I, I think she becomes Sonichu. Like their mm -hmm. souls swap or something. I don't know. The, the whole dimensional. The current saga is is all about. There's a dimensional merge that's going to take place between our dimension, which is uh, dimension one two one eight, and then Sonichu's dimension, which is where all the fictional cartoon characters live. And there's going to be a big merge uh, that I think a lot of people are going to die in, and then cartoons will enter the real world. It's like uh, revelations. It's essentially like the yeah. rapture. Yeah. So I'm very fascinated by this saga. And a lot of people think it's going to end with uh, Christine dying. Really? And some people hypothesize that she's going to kill herself as like to bring about the the merge. Jesus, I hope not. Yeah, no, that'd be but very it, but morbid. It's, 
the thing is just hard to tell because uh, she's so mentally ill at this point. Just there's, I it's hard. You you can't even begin to hypothesize what is going on in in that head. No, and there's still no help. Like no, nope. they're not receiving. They're what? They're almost forty. Yeah, isn't that crazy? And they're still. Uh, they're still spending all their money on like video, video games, games and shit. Yeah. Just, God damn, dude. They, uh, I remember that they got Chris to break their PlayStation 3 because the trolls were like, uh, cl- the troll known as Clyde Cash Clyde was like, I'll Cash. give you $9,000 if you get Chris to- 9001 $9,001 if you get him to break his PS3. And he did. And he's like, I did it. So uh, where's the money? And then of course you're not going to get $9,000, dude. He's like- but in his world, he thought he was being smart because he's like, I'm going to break it. But then I can just buy another PS3 with the 9000 It's like, oh. So he goes to pick up the money at yeah. Charlottesville Fashion Square <sighs> well, and doesn't it's... find anybody. And then he finds out what well, the troll said. Wait, we did give you the money. You were wearing a brown shirt. <laughs> oh, yeah. And then, and then Chris realizes Tito they, gave... they gave it to Liquid Chris instead. Yeah. <laughs> Which is, they're creative. The trolls are, they're horrible, horrible people. But there, there's, I do, I get a laugh here and there. But you realize they're bullying a 10 year old like they an, are yeah an eternal 10 yeah. year old that's a good way to describe it an eternal 10 year old and an, an, an eternal m- mentally ill 10 year old yeah it's really punching down like to the, yeah. to the utmost degree well i think all the trolls like there's not there's not one troll like you can be like okay they had fun with it or okay they tried like how i said with alec alec but i think i think every one of the trolls is there's they're complicit in the current state of chris yeah every single one even liquid even though people love well, that the thing saga. Is, i mean you're toying with somebody's reality and emotions yeah so and not even just a little bit like so hardcore to like that's their entire life yeah you know and like like you brought it up uh, on the last podcast the gino samuel says that like the trolls are literally the authors of his life you know, it was. I think that was in episode characters. thirty. He says that, like at yeah. the end or something. Like they they decide what happens. They bring new characters in when they want. They kill characters off. Yeah, like they controlled his life, and they because Chris they still lived, do because you know the the trolls know this, and Gino pointed it out that Chris does live in a very binary re- world in terms of good versus evil because of the way you know. Look at the way they look at their comics. It's always like. Chris versus this evil kind of villain and the trolls know it's like okay so we just need to create a villain or there needs to be some sort of antagonist to Chris yeah so we can keep getting content and there always has to be some sort of love interest to fight over because it seems like the dynamic is always there is someone like some antagonist to Chris and then there's a love triangle with a girl. Yes. It's always that dynamic. He has, to, he has to fight the guy for it. And eventually the guy wins the girl. Every time. Every yep. time. It's, <laughs> every- it's the same formula. They just keep plugging in and, and nothing changes. Yeah. I, I, my, I think you asked me my favorite saga. I think early on, the the one of the first ways he ever got trolled was people were calling him gay. And, and people quickly discovered that if you called Chris gay – uh, because he, of because of his father's homophobia was, is so instilled in him. You could tell he really didn't like to be called gay, and he yeah. made all these videos proving he was straight. And that's really what kind of I am straight. Now I stop like calling vaginas. me gay. <laughs> yeah. pussy. But uh, it, and, and like the trolls, oh, wait, like, I have uh, hold the, up the whole the whole beginning troll shit is they're just basically calling him gay and he's trying to prove that he's straight and they make him jump through crazy hoops to prove that he's straight. I have a little clip uh, of Chris real quick. 
of how straight he is. Here we go. Are you ready? Hold yeah. up. Hold up. Hold up. I lick your pretty little click there. Tickle your pussy. Your pussy. That video, I can't. Like, there's. They get them to make so many videos. And then there's this one. Oh, the belly dancing video? Yeah. yeah. Well, the, the thing is, my favorite thing about the video where he's, he's showing uh, the girl what he would do to her her pussy is he's, her wearing, pussy. he's wearing a tank top that has the Mountain Dew logo on Mountain it. It says Mount and Doomy, which but is the, great. People in the comments are like, does he not realize the like homosexual implications of that? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh, Chris. Chris is a... <laughs> Christine, it's I could talk about this could be this could be the Gino Samuel documentary of Christian's podcast where we could discuss each episode. Oh, absolutely. And, you know, I'd be one commentary on every episode. <laughs> it's, uh, props to Gino Samuel. He's got a Patreon. Go go check that out because he just puts so much work into these. Speaking of a series that you and I both love that is unfortunately coming to uh, a long hiatus soon. Uh <sighs> Super mega. <laughs> yeah. No, but uh, Better Call Saul. Uh, the episode 10 of season five is uh, airing in a few days. And by the time this podcast is out on YouTube, it'll already been out. But I'm excited. That I this, can't wait. I cannot, I cannot express enough how good this show is. It is, I think, in my opinion, the best show on television Currently, now there's The Walking Dead since dude. Breaking Bad. There's The Walking Dead you're forgetting about. No, <laughs> I, I, I honestly, I watched. I they're on. Are they on season like 13 or some yeah. shit? Yeah, they double digits at this point. Are they? Yeah, because like I dropped off at like season five. I dropped off at season four. I can't believe they've made it to season. I guess it's whatever somehow it makes is. money still. But Better Call Saul. Better Call Saul. It's beautiful because you realize. Um, the the show in of itself is in the same way it's not what breaking bad was it it is a character study and to show the metamorphosis of a character over time but in better call saul that happens over the course of several yeah, so many seasons and it's this it's small minute changes that lead to decisions that lead to more changes over time whereas breaking bad well you know it, quote unquote breaks bad in the pilot episode and it's very fast paced and it's a really good show and it's a great drama crime thriller but Better Call Saul narratively and stylistically and it's just like they after Breaking Bad Vince Gilligan and Peter Gould had all their ducks in a row oh my of kind God, of yeah. like how to really structure what they wanted in terms of tone and a narrative and I think they've they've they've, they've blown me away they've they have knocked it out, it out of the, the water yeah, they blew my fucking socks off my little piggies. It's yeah. fucking like, I am so excited for the season finale. I think this has been the best season so far, season yeah. five. And there's only one more left, but Ryan and I are concerned because of coronavirus if they're going to postpone shooting the final season. I know. And there's some actors in that show. I don't know how much longer there's they There's some <laughs> actors. There's definitely quite a few actors over the age of 50. I mean, uh, Bob Odenkirk is, what, 60, almost 60? Yeah, I think so. Something around there. And yeah, I did. I I read somewhere. I don't know if it's true that his son had it or something. I don't know. Does Bob Odenkirk have a son? I think he has kids. I think he has. I'm not gonna look it up. I don't want to spread rumors, even though I just did. <laughs> gotcha, Bob. <laughs> gotcha, Bob. You <laughs> fucking moron. I mean, Mike. Dumbass. Jonathan Banks, the guy that plays Mike. He is. He's old. 
He's real old. And I and I watch interviews with him and I love him as an actor. He loves his craft. He respects his craft. But like he's he also seems not difficult to work with, but he doesn't mince words too. Like who he is as Mike is just kind of like take the real life uh oh what's his name? I forgot it. I just had a you just said it. The actor who plays Mike. Jonathan Banks. Jonathan Banks. Um Jonathan uh Banks, there's like a hint of like that grumpiness in his actual personality. And I that's why it's just like casting decisions in this show are so good because you can always tell there's like a hint of visual truth to all the characters that are displayed there. Like um Howard, for example. You know you kind of you can look at each character and you can tell kind of what archetype they're fitting. But yeah. What's even greater is that they're not just that archetype. They're so much deeper. Like, you can look at a picture of Chuck and kind of like, oh, you know who he is. You know what I mean? Yeah. Look at Howard. You know who he is. You look at, um, (laughs) it's just, I I, I could, as I said, even with the Christian thing, I could rant about this, this specific show (sighs) all the time. It's going to be a good episode. I've heard from actors Lalo is such a good is such I love the character oh, he is, he's so he is fun fantastic he's just, such a good actor that leap he did in the last episode where he jumped off the cliff onto the car I, woo! they're just doubling down on that leap because I remember a lot of people even even me when it first happened remember when he burst a spoiler not a spoiler but there's an episode where he bursts through a roof and he comes down through the roof and it's very hard and like uh just the way he does it you're just like Jesus Christ it's like this Am I still watching the show grounded in reality? Because it doesn't seem real. No. When he jumps on that car, I was like, Jesus fucking <laughs> Christ. Like, damn, his legs took a shock there. Like, whoever did that stunt. Yeah. Maybe it was actually him. It's not him. That, that shit was, uh, that would hurt. <laughs> Basically, he jumps off a cliff onto an upside down car. It's almost two stories up. Yeah. He like, I, I was like, whoa. Maybe a story and a half, let's say. And still, it's, it's a very long way to land on a car. Yeah. Because uh, he jumps up it seems that shit that shit would have absolutely destroyed my feet and my legs it's a great show though i can't wait for the season finale and i can't wait for the next season and once again we have to enter that period of waiting it seems like when the season season gets here it goes so fast and then it's gone you know oh ladies and gentlemen Sounds, sounds fake, dude. It sounds like you put in a sound effect. There. It's not fake. No, it's I know real. it's not fake. It's, it's the thing is like with, with 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 that sound, I can visualize like what your what your asshole was doing. Like I can I can yeah I can exactly like see it. It's, it's very visual. Oh, I didn't even bring it up yet. I uh, I this week uh, bored in quarantine have decided to foster some kittens. Mandy so, and her and her little litter, little kittens, her, yeah. her litter, her little litter. Uh, five minutes ago, there's motion on my kitten cam. So yeah, I set them up in my closet. She has five little uh, baby. <laughs> go on. Five little Siamese. <laughs> no, please go on. Five, five, <laughs> five little baby Siamese kittens, and they're very cute. Uh, they are. They're only a couple days old. They haven't even opened their eyes. Yet. I got the hold one. I know. They're so so little. tiny, like little dwarf hamsters. Yeah, man. they literally feel like hamsters right now. And they, they don't know what's going on here. They don't have their eyes I'm open. I'm going to play a video because I took a video of one and their mews are very here. My favorite video. Oh, my God. They're so little. <laughs> here he goes. Seven more controls. So 
Oh, we're watching Chris Chan. Oh, okay. That's in what that background. is in the background. Uh, okay, five minutes ago uh, on my camera, she was laying down nursing, and one of them got out of the nest area. Did and she then pick it, it back up? No, She's it, like, it, cli it climbed back in under her leg. Okay. And then she laid her head down. There's times where you showed me a video recently where she's like, ah, I'm tired of these motherfuckers sucking all my titties. And then she gets up and just kind of goes and rests. Yeah, but she gets up, but she kind of drags one out. She drags one of the kids out <laughs> yeah. still hanging on. He's just like laying <laughs> on his back. Like, <laughs> ah, what happened? <laughs> yeah. Well, last I got very scared because last night she randomly went and took just one of the kittens out of... We were watching that, it live on yeah. your, because you put your, you put, I put my ring camera in the yeah. closet so I can just watch them. And whenever she leaves, I, I get a notification so I can like make sure it's all good. Yeah. But she just picks up one of the kittens and just takes it under my bed and just leaves it there. And under my bed, it's hardwood, it's cold, and kittens can't regulate their body temperature. They need mama. Yeah. So I was getting really scared because I had heard from people that sometimes the moms will take the runt and like just leave it to die. So I was like, oh no. Just slow down the pack. I know. She's like, is, is she trying to kill this little guy? So I went in there and I found her under the bed with, with him. And he wasn't like cuddling her. He was like next to her, just yeah. laying on the ground. And she was hissing at me because she still doesn't like me. She doesn't like anyone. She's very protective. So if you if you come in the room or close to her, she'll just go. Yeah, I heard her kind of low grumble. Growl. It's like a warning. And if you get real close, she'll hiss. But uh, I've broken the barrier a few times where I... I She's a, she's a little sucker for treats. So if I put a treat in my hand and put it up close, like she'll she'll keep growling, but then she'll eat it. She'll be like, and then she'll continue to growl. Yeah, and then she'll eat another treat. Uh, she pissed on my carpet and shit on my carpet, so I got to get rid of that carpet. She's learning how to use a litter box. Um, but, she's gonna bury her children in the litter box. Oh God, I hope not. Luckily, she brought the the one the kitten back like fifteen minutes later. So I don't know what that was about. Uh, I was really scared she was gonna maybe because. Maybe she took it over there because she wanted to move them to like a new safe area. And then when I showed up to see what was going on, she's like, oh, shit, this place isn't safe. Took it back. I don't know. Sorry, I just had a thought come to mind because I was thinking of Harrison holding the kittens. And yeah. for some reason, then I started thinking about Harrison. And then I started thinking of the Tucker brothers. Yeah, the fucker brothers. Yeah. They just need to start their own restaurant. You know why? Jackson wants to make drinks. They can make custom drinks, right? Harrison loves to cook. He makes delicious foods. And then Carson knows how to take pictures and videos so he could do the marketing and advertisement. Carson can be the little businessman. It's fucking perfect. Damn. T -t 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 Tucker Bros Restaurante. Except they'd make it a food truck. And I, and come they on. They should do that. <clears throat> the three, three brothers start a food truck? That would be fun. They should do that. <laughs> I'm going to pitch that to them. Say it was you my should. idea. You should. Guys, I had the best idea. I mean, think of I mean, one likes drinks. <gasps> one loves food. And the other is uh, uh d d likes to sh make make pictures happen. Sh what happened? Sorry, no, she's she's just leaving. We're looking at the live the stream. Live, of the she ring left cam. the nest. Oh, she's eating some food right now. Wait, we we haven't seen if Wanda's still here. Oh yeah, should we yeah. go check on Wanda? Let's go check real quick. real quick. Let's see. Hold up. Hey, what? While we're gone, a little break. Your mama. Hey, we got a big update. Oh, huge! We just went outside. And Wanda was not there. No, but in her place, two, I would say, adolescent-looking little doves. Yeah. yeah, little doves. Her, her little babies. Because we were wondering if she was sitting on eggs or something, but I guess she was... She was they have more than two babies. I, don't, don't birds have more than two babies? There might, be, there might be a third one in there underneath them, but uh, we took a nice picture of them so you guys can see. 
Yeah, send it to me so I can put it in. That is cute. But we'll throw it up right here. They're they're yeah, it's up on the screen. They're they're cute little cute little babies right there in the uh in the nest. And Wanda's Wanda's gone. I don't know where she went. But uh maybe maybe she's like my work here is done. I I I mean, why not? Hopefully they just just don't sit there and starve. Well, they're definitely old enough to you know, fend for themselves now. They're kind of big. Yeah. I wonder if they can fly yet. They they definitely have all their feathers and shit. Wanda must be must have been sitting on them for a she was just sitting on them. Yeah, for I a mean, good where, bit. so many, so many baby animals. I got kittens at home. I got baby praying mantises, orchid mantises. Found a baby possum. Baby possum. Now we have two little baby doves at the Look office. At these little guys. They are tiny. And you're thinking about you're thinking about getting a little uh little little buddy of your own. Yeah. Well, I'm looking into it. I'm going to see if it's possible. There's a certain type of fish I'd really like to get, but I need to do more research first. Cause uh, I I love Lego. But there's something about quarantine that wants me to have, like, also just, like, a maybe just... Exp I've always had more than one pet growing up. I've always... Same. I've always grown up with... I think the most pets I've ever had in a house, I had two dogs, two cats, a gerbil, two hamsters, a rabbit, and some fish. Damn. So, uh, that's that's the most I've... And, I'm, and I know there's all a lot of people... Once? Oh, yeah, well, I've had... Yeah, all at once. Damn. And I know there's a lot of people who've had more than that, but I'm just saying, like, I'm used to just having pets and just having a bunch of animals to kind of look at and take care of and yeah. nurture and shit. I've never... I, I, I love cats, but they're not my go-to. Right, right. Um, so that's why, you know, I got a Lego. But in terms of something that... Because I feel like... I would love, there's a part of me that would love to still get some, like, get a cat of some well, sort. You want but, a low-commitment pet. But I already have Lego, and I just feel like trying to get a cat and Lego to bond and to, like, also uh, just kind of parent that household alone is a is kind of a big take. You on, gotta let it out, too, or give it a litter box, and no one yeah. likes litter boxes. So I, I'm feeling like the next step would be just to kind of get, like, a fish. Fish are great. And Just watch him live in his own little world. There's a certain type of fish I've been looking at because apparently they're they have really good vision. They can see outside of the aquarium and they're very playful. But apparently, like the spotted puffer fish will get like six inches long. So oh, you wow. have to get like a big get tank. a big tank. Well, don't won't they stop growing if the tank isn't big enough? I don't think that's how it works. Is it? I thought that like a fish will get as big as its tank. Essentially, obviously, it's not going to get fucking massive if you get a massive tank, but. I, Look, I, I they thought just, that if you keep they a just goldfish. swim around all fast and they're fat, they're active. They their 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 faces are so funny. They grow big ass teeth. Is it legal for me? Like, are they an exotic fish? Well, I I don't think that those laws apply to like fish. Yeah, because um, could I have an octopus? J.K. Octopus would be that'd be hard to take care of because they'd slip. You know, you know they can like you know how tiny of a crack they can squeeze their body through. They're escape artists. They can open jars and shit. They're, They're very smart. Uh, it's, it's gonna get out and strangle you at night. It's gonna wrap its tentacles around you and just. I'm looking at. I'm just looking at the fish now. How do I get these? I've babies? always wanted an exotic fish tank, but that's just. I'd be too scared that I. You know, that's a that's a hobby with a lot of knowledge and. Uh, responsibility and work, and I don't know if I'm ready for that. Yeah, because it's just like a saltwater tank would be so cool. That's what sucks. Is saltwater fish always look the coolest? It's like there's the biggest variety. They're they're so cool, but you gotta one little mess up and the whole tank dies. So it's like I think it's just like funny though, like with fish in general, where you'll they're a pet and you love them to some extent, not as much as I guess like a cat or dog, but you love them, and you care for them. 
And uh, at the end of the day, you know, they're not, it's not like you uh, get an urn with their ashes. You you literally put them in a bag and throw them in the trash. I, well, I buried my fish when you died. You buried your fish? Yeah. I cried my eyes out. She died on my birthday. And uh, I put her in a little box that I made. And I, t- I went out in the yard See, and I, that's I dug sweet. a hole and I buried I, I was very sad. But I think a majority of people do not bury Oh, they flush fish. them. They flush them. They shouldn't flush them. No, no. The thing was that you shouldn't, I don't, you shouldn't flush like a live fish because when Finding Nemo came out, kids thought it's like, hey, that's going to send my fish to the ocean. <laughs> but little do they know there's like this. It goes straight to shit. Yeah, well, it doesn't only go straight to shit. There's like things in there where it's going to slice the fish up and kill it. It's going to bounce it around, sl- slash it up. I mean, that's for poo-poo. That's not for living creatures. <laughs> no, exactly. <laughs> like, how, how would you There's like a... to go down the toilet? Hold on, hold on, hold on. I wonder if I still have a text. Hold on, I gotta send you something. I'm actually... It's about a toilet flushing. I'm very curious about when I when I flush my toilet, where it goes. Like, exactly, like, what order. I want to send a camera down and just see, like, where, where does it go? Like, <laughs> does it go into a bigger pipe that then goes into a bigger pipe? Or, like, if anyone knows, I would, I'm very curious about the, like, way neighborhood uh sewage systems work does it go into a tank that then gets emptied out into a into a sewer is the sewer actually for for shit and stuff to go through or no uh, is it for rain i don't know i've never known if the sewer is where shit goes from your toilet or if that's just like where rainwater collects i don't know we got to start exploring the sewers i sent you a text all right it's it hasn't come through just yet oh there it is Hold on, let's see what the text is Holy shit. What the fuck? <laughs> right? <laughs> what the fuck? Explain explain to the people what, you, what you're witnessing. Well, the caption is, Sandy is back in bikini bottom now. Sunglasses emoji. And it's somebody, it's a, it's a dead squirrel in a public toilet. And somebody flushes it and it just goes, it goes straight down, dude. That's a, dude. That's gonna clog that toilet, one hundred percent. You don't know how is that? <laughs> how do you know? <laughs> I keep watching it. It just—it's just so. It's like Augustus Gloop when he gets sucked into the pipe. It just. <laughs> I want to know why they had a dead squirrel in a public bathroom. Oh, damn! Just videos you find, you know. Well, I didn't find it. Justin found it. That is. But he sent it to me. Liked by Frank C. That makes sense. So maybe Frank sent it to Justin or Justin sent it to Frank. Who knows? What a fucking... Am I going to have to follow this page? I follow a lot of meme pages. Instagram's just memes for me now. And it's... uh, But some meme pages turn... That person then uses the clout they earned and then they delete all the pictures and then they make it a personal Instagram. I also noticed... And like, I'm like, I don't remember following this person because I remember following like meme accounts. And all of a sudden I look and I'm like, oh, they just made it their personal Instagram now, I feel. Yeah, a lot of people do that. But a lot of people, once they get like big meme pages, they'll start uh, kind of selling them out. Or like they'll start promoting shitty products. Which I I, 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 I get it. It's a grind. But I, I just want to see my it's damn memes. That's what it breeds. You know you what know? I'm saying? You just want to what? What are you looking for? I just want to see my damn memes when I go on Instagram. I don't yeah. want to see no I know what spiritual about. necklace that'll, that'll heal all of my, my ailments. <laughs> I want to see some funny uh, ghetto SpongeBob memes. Oh man, dude! I have it's been quarantine starting to hit me, man. It's been it's it's very hard to find motivation to do anything. I sleep all day. I like I can't find motivation to do anything. Yeah, my uh, I think I've only uh, hold on. 
I uh, I think uh, just yeah, quarantine is getting to it's getting to be personal. <laughs> Ew. I'm ready to start recording this podcast like prison visit <laughs> where it's like a there's a pane of glass between us so we're we're in different rooms but we could see each other through the glass and we have our microphones <laughs> okay so I don't, I don't ever have to worry about that shit reaching me I think this is the most I've farted in a super mega cast episode I want to make sure I mark that microphone so we can remember that one is yours and so I don't so no, I, I don't accidentally use it <laughs> Like, I don't want my lips accidentally touching that one day. What are you, a pussy? Yes, I am. <laughs> a little bitch boy? Oh, man. I mean, they're good. They're, they're excellent, fl- like, A-plus on those farts. Thanks, man. I'm loving it. I just want to get it close to the mic because then you'll hear the detail. It, and these are great mics. <laughs> exactly. I can't be far away. No, you got to get a, at least a fist away, you know? Like, look at the difference here. Like, I'm talking, you know, hear the detail in my voice? But if I bring the mic up here, you can probably hear a little more detail. Maybe it sounds a little... I don't know if it even sounds... It definitely sounds different. Oh, it sounds better. There's a little. There's some more detail in there. See, if, but, it, you know. if, I, if, I, if I'm this far from the mic and I, and I go... You know, it sounds like that, yeah. but if I'm up... Much more Fake crisp. fart, by the way. I don't want people thinking that that was real. No, that was a fake fart. That was with my mouth. I can't, I can't top Ryan's. Ryan, Ryan's are a talent. Your laugh, your farts, every, all of your bodily functions... Uh, that don't involve liquid or quite quite full of talent. My gift given to me by God is just uh, the ability to make people laugh due to my bodily functions. And we love it, man. You right. got to take. A, you got to take. You got to step it up, though. Yeah. Let, let's see some actual shit. Say like, watch this, and like pull your pants down. Just blow shit on the table in the middle. You already. Of the you already have that uh, part of the duo. Yeah, I, I guess that is more my talent. You, you know, there's one. There's the funny farts. Then there's the one who shits their pants. Well, that's not as fun, you know, because you, you, it just makes funny sound and then everyone laughs. For me, it's, oh, time to go change my fucking diaper <laughs> like a little baby. I can't believe how many times you've shit your pants. I can't either. And it's, it's, okay, I have a question. The Joe Rogan says he has shit his pants about, he would, he would bet about 12 times in his life. Do you have Joe Rogan beat, or do you think Joe Rogan has you beat? Oh, I got him. As an adult, he says 12 times. Yeah, yeah, I got him beat. Really? Definitely. How many times would you would you esti- estimate that you've shit your pants? 15. Damn, okay. I like it. You're like, it's definitely more than 12. It's 15. more than 12. Let's just say 15. I, I wouldn't say it's more than 20. Yeah. But it's, it's going to get there. I'd say you're definitely going to hit 20 within the next five years. Oh, next five years for sure. Not in the next year. Maybe I might, I might hit like 16 or 17 before yeah. 2021, but... <laughs> Uh, I'll keep see the thing is at this point I'm starting to forget when it happens I should keep like a like a diary a diarrhea diary where uh, I just kind of like like when it happens I'll just fill in a page and write about my experience and like the date and then I can really kind of keep track unfortunately I lost the records of the uh, first ones but at least like moving forward I can keep records of it yeah records did not exist before this date I'll do that and then uh, Robber's gonna come to my house and Rob who's Rob Dude, from Robin Big, <laughs> Rob Deerdeck, and then uh, they're gonna come in and, and be like, "Oh shit, we found we found his diary and open it up." It's just gonna be like me uh, telling the tales of the times I've shit my pants. And they're like, "Oh, okay, maybe we shouldn't steal from this guy." You should write a you, YouTuber book called "When You Poo Poo in Your Pants." When you poo a Matt in your Watson pants. story, and then a in- Matt Watson uh, memoir. 
And then in the corner, I'll put the YouTube logo and be like, as seen on YouTube. <laughs> yeah. Like, I'll do Can it be the books. old YouTube logo? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or like 2006. <laughs> we got to write our YouTuber book still. <laughs> we do. We got we to gotta, we gotta make it just like all those other YouTube books. Every time I'm, every time I'm Barnes & Noble, I, may, I make it a, a, a thing where I, I have to go check out the YouTuber section, which is always in like teen nonfiction, I guess. Yeah. Is that where they put them? Because, uh, you know, all those YouTubers got books. Dan and Philip, uh, Shane Dawson, uh, they all have their books. And the books are – I don't think any of them are written by the actual people. I think they – can we just can we just hire – It doesn't matter. These people's books, like, are nothing to be added to, like, a great library. Like, if, if, a, like if a civilization were to find their books, it would tell them nothing. <laughs> it would just be – Tell them a lot. It would just tell them uh, – this man like being popular. I I think that maybe I don't know. YouTube's such a big thing. Maybe it'll it'd be like, damn, these people really cared about themselves this much. This man wrote a book about himself. What has he done? If the Washington Library of Congress TikTok was burning down, I would I would run in and make sure that the the books I save so humanity can see in the future were YouTuber books. Yeah. <laughs> All I know is that like. I, do you find it weird though when talking about YouTube that like the popular YouTuber like the whoever's popular it always comes down to like some sort of sexualization of like an underage star like when you're talk like when I'm when you think of a uh, I'm thinking of Vine you think of uh, what's his stupid ass name uh, little boy. Jacob Sartorius. Jacob Sartorius. He was very sexual. He was super sexual. You know? Yeah. And then you have people like uh, Chris DeLa... Who's the popular TikTok artist? You know who I'm talking about? Chris DeLa... You know who I'm talking about. Yeah, I know who you're talking about. I don't know his last name. She's 15. And she's like... Oh, I thought it was a guy. No. I've just... Honestly, I've just seen the name. No, but like... I thought it was a guy. Whatever her name is. Chris D'Angelo. I don't know what her name is. But she's 15. And she's become... She's the biggest... Uh, tick. She's like the most popular TikTok TikTok star or whatever. But like the song she dances to is like, like the songs would be like, "I'll be riding on your dick," and it's like, Jesus, really? yeah. It's just like not exactly like that, but they're very sensual and they're very sexual in nature. That is weird. They're like that. That shit always blows up, and it's like allowed to. And it's not just like this era. Like you look back at fucking Britney Spears, right? Yeah, Shirley Temple. I mean, yes, 100 um, <laughs> percent. But I just why? Why? What? One. Why? If if they're kids, why can't they become famous doing something like Ryan toys toy reviews and uh, being taken advantage of by your parents for monetary gain? For exactly. Example? Yeah, why? That's why why do my kid? Why do they have to? Why are parents going around telling their kids to? To no, do it again. That wasn't sexy enough. <laughs> I know, that's what. It, that's how it comes across. Sweetheart, you got to move your hips. More. Come, on, Come on, you're 15, honey. You got to start showing all the strangers on the internet that you got a tummy that you can work with. Sweetheart, I told you, you can only get a pad from the bathroom if you do the dance right and sexy enough. <laughs> oh fuck, man. I'm not a fucked up. Man. I just, I, I guess a part of it is also like I, I sound like a mad, deranged middle-aged man who doesn't understand the new world of entertainment <laughs> this is us falling out of the uh this is us becoming like th those those adults that yeah like, i miss it i miss the times where i was 15 and i could sexualize myself on the internet 
Yeah, I miss that too, man. I miss what happened to that. You know, now it's not fun. You and I are naked. You know, now that we're over eighteen, it's just not fun. It's, not it's fun boring, anymore, man. Just knowing that I could get some some old fucking trouble if I went into a Walmart naked and he was glaring at my tush, dude. <laughs> you did that quite a lot, right? Yeah, I'd, I'd strip down naked as a ten year old, and I and I tried to get I tried to get people in trouble, be like, oh, he took my clothes off. You go, <laughs> no, no. Wait, wait, wait. Here's what you gotta do: go into a Walmart. Yeah, and strip naked because you know a lot of people. First, will... I gotta get a time machine. Go back to when I was yes. ten, which is probably the hardest part of this. But but once you I'll manage your that, help on that, but I'll help you with that. Go into a Walmart and then take your clothes off, and then you know how some people leave their cars sometimes, mm-hmm. like while they're going down an aisle. Yeah, throw your clothes into it, and then when they come back, <laughs> run up naked, and be like, "He took my clothes!" <laughs> and then he's like, "What?" And then he sees them in his cart, and he'll try to throw them out, probably. So then his fingerprints will be on them. Dude, if I was a little shit as a kid. I'd look for like you know parking lots that would have uh, you know, unlocked car doors, and then uh, I'd strip naked. I'd get in the cart, and I'd get in the car, and then I'd look out for parking lot security, and I start banging on the windows. <laughs> Get that person so, but how are they going to explain the fact that there was a naked child in their car? Because the thing is, once they're arrested and taken in question, they'll be like, "How did this naked child?" Get they'll be like, "I have no idea." And that's what that's what anyone would say that as a naked child. I have no idea. I, I honestly, that's the first thing I, I have would no say. Idea. That's your, I would your say. honor. I don't know how that child got in there. Oh, so you don't know how a child he must strip naked and locked in your car? He's probably doing it as a joke. Oh, so it's the child's fault? Yeah, exactly. Like. You could you could aim somebody by doing that. Yeah, if I were ten or fifteen, or if you have a young cousin, you could convince them to do it if you <laughs> want to ruin somebody's life. Hey, I know months. I'm I know I'm twenty five and you're you're a, you're my young ten year old cousin. I got a prank that would be hilarious. But first, send me a picture so I know you're serious about this prank. No, I was just trying to do a prank. <laughs> I wasn't doing anything weird. I fucking love it. Do we should get a. Uh, we should find whatever whatever company writes those YouTuber books for the YouTubers, like the real colorful ones, and we should just hire them to write one for us and just see how it comes out. The Hallmark Channel. <laughs> yeah. Can we can we start writing for Hallmark? Like you the think? cards or the mo- like the movies. movies? Yeah, we could do that. Okay. I'd love to write a Hallmark movie. Last night, once again, we were talking about our movie ideas, and you you had some good ideas for some scenes. I don't want to spoil them, but. Yeah. Good uh, shit, my well, man. I, I just want to create like a 40-minute fun little romp with you. And I think we're, we're going to do that. It's going to have to wait till after the quarantine for us to even get started. And then I always think of like, oh, does that mean that then there's going to be less content on here? And then people will be like, oh, you're being assholes by not uploading le- our Let's Plays when you're focusing on something you want to do. I don't know. We'll have to see how people react. Pe- I, I, I get it, guys. I get it. Every time I do that voice and every time I say that, I know there's a lot of people getting upset with me. And I and I and I will lend. I'll give you guys this. Look, I can be an asshole and I can be unfair to to some of you who are who are very very uh, nice and appreciative and respectful of uh, Matt and I and Super Mega as a business. Uh, but sometimes I gotta I gotta ding dang rant and you gotta you gotta flip and deal with it, dog. You, you got you gotta let the boy blow some steam off. <laughs> exactly. My doctor said I'm not allowed to masturbate anymore. Uh due to the fact that it, You don't have to get into it. Yeah. It's personal. But I gotta let loose some steam. Yeah. So I gotta I gotta be mad at you guys for something. You gotta be mad at it for a little bit. Just a yeah. little bit. Yeah. I respect that. I respect that a lot. Ah, fuck. I got scabies all over my damn skin. <laughs> Seems like it. You got some bed bugs, my man? I got horrible bed bugs. You got to send some bed bugs over my way? I had a dream I had bed bugs the other night, 
and it was a nightmare. A horrifying revelation that would be. It, and it, you've already had to have that revelation once. Yeah, and ever since I had bed bugs once uh, a long time ago, now it's like I constantly have dream nightmares with their back. Yeah. And I, I ugh. Ew. Ew. Gross, gross shit, man. Well, anyway, I guess that's about all the time we got for this week for this podcast. Yeah, I'd say we just end it. I'd say we just end it here. Do you want to end it with music? Like, if, you know, the usual since, some, yeah, since yeah, we have, you know. It's, 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 yeah, it's I'll, fading in right now. Okay, good. I like it. Yeah. I don't know. You know? All right, see you. Is it fading? Yeah, it's coming in. Okay. Bye. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.